The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Taylor, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders. And we are here with Jim Kaler, who is what is called an elder law attorney. And so many, you may have heard of the term, you may have understood it a little bit, but number one, I will guarantee you that the vast majority of our listeners do not really know what an elder law attorney does, or second of all, really, why does it really pertain to them. And so, Jim, you are a practicing um, elder law attorney in the state of Ohio, and I have been so blessed to know you for, boy, since we first started Answers for Elders 12 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Uh, The good fortune has been mine. (laughs) But we are really excited to have you as back on in our team and being a specialist in a topic that I think is critical for everyone in the country. So even though obviously you practice in Ohio, there's some universal terms and and scenarios where it's important to have an elder law attorney. And so that's why I really want to take the time. So Jim, welcome back to the show. And I'm interested in, let's just start out really, what is an elder law attorney? What do they do? Well, it can be really as easy as it sounds. An elder law attorney is someone who works with old people. Mm-hmm. Not exclusively, but the, most of my clientele are older adults mm-hmm. because my, I focus my work on long-term care and that mm-hmm. tends to affect people uh, who are older because it's mm-hmm. age-related illnesses. Not always. I've had a 52-year-old and you can have a, you know, somebody who's really young that's maybe an accident victim. Sure. Uh, and then there's also special needs law mm-hmm. where you're helping people have disabilities. And I've helped uh, someone as young as 26 and as young as wow. geez, a, a couple of people that were uh, still teenagers. Mm-hmm. So th- those two kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's elder law, which is as narrow as it sounds, maybe broader than you really want to look for. You want to be, you may want to be very specific. So uh, there's elder law, there's an elder law friend of mine who actually only handles personal injury claims in nursing home accidents. Well, she calls herself an elder law attorney, but she's not going to do a Medicaid case. She's not going to help you figure out how to pay for long-term care, and she's not going to do your will. Some do uh, veterans benefits, some do not. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's a lot of people who want to write your will and powers of attorney and a trust uh-huh. and things like that, who call themselves elder law attorneys. But that's a state but, planning. But don't really know their way around a Medicaid application or mm-hmm. a VA benefits application right. for the VA pension, but most people aid in attendance. Uh-huh. Um, so yes, I suppose they're elder law attorneys and they can join uh, the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, NALA, but I don't send people there to deal with long-term care. No, no. So obviously... What I'm hearing you hearing you say is uh, the people that you work with primarily are those that are navigating later life care, such as trying to figure out how am I going to be provided for the rest of my life if I run out of money, or how am I going to um, make sure that my assets are going to spend down to a certain point that I can 
that I can be converted to Medicare or Medicaid. Medicaid. Uh, or the other thing, obviously, if if a spouse has, like, say, for example, dad gets Alzheimer's and has to have a special degree of care, how do we protect mom in the process and keep the home? Those are exactly. things you do, correct? Yep. Yep. That's how I, I earn my money by helping people not lose all of their money to the cost uh-huh. of long-term care. Right. Right. And those things are all critical because as we know, absolutely the cost of long-term care is astronomical. I, I think here in Washington state, um, average uh, price for a memory care facility is like around $9,000 a month. Um, I don't know what it is in Ohio, but it's very, very expensive. And it will. Yeah, that, that's about the same here in Ohio. Okay. And, so and it's about the same. Home, and a nursing home can be seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and assisted living without memory care mm-hmm. can easily be six or seven. Sure. Sure. But there's, a, there's a place here that's $13,000 a month and they have a waiting yeah. list. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that to understand that piece and the other side of it, which I think is so important is that there's a lot of ways in which, you know, people are afraid that if I go to an attorney, it's going to cost me a lot of money. But in the meantime, you know, if you don't protect yourself legally, you could lose your house. Mom could be on the street because of the overall, you know, scenario with that. Without the Mom's not going to be on the street. Let, let's, let's okay i will stay far. okay yeah. mom's not going to be on the street but the house may not pass to the next generation correct correct and those are things that we have to look at um for all different types of things so people like you can help a family keep your assets protect the assets and still help dad some of them care. some of yes. them yes exactly they obviously long-term care i'm not protecting everything if you've got a okay. spouse, I can protect an awful lot. But if you've got a single person, we're generally area of 40% we can save, which is right. way better than zero. Yes, way better, way better. Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, you are, uh, you know, help, helping families. How do elder law attorneys handle long-term care overall? Okay. The, the way elder law attorneys can handle long-term care. Now we're talking about the costs of long-term care here. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's other things we can do. And I don't know if we're going to get into that today, but uh, there are other things elder law attorneys can do, but the, the bread and butter long-term care attorney usually helps someone get Medicaid benefits and or VA pension benefits, what most people call aid and attendance mm-hmm. benefits that pay for long-term care. That mm-hmm. means someone is helping you bathe, dress or you're you're needing to live in a place where you're not going to wander off because sure. you have dementia and you're not sure where you are it's your wander risk or elopement mm-hmm. risk they call it right and we can help people get medicaid usually without losing all of their money you know the 40 percent thing i mentioned um and there are some exceptions to that where we can save a lot more mm-hmm. but if we start out with very little there's not yeah. enough there to work with sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you may say an elder law attorney is expensive. A lot of people have that reaction. I have some people cringe at my fees, I hate to say, but I'm worth every penny and perhaps more. Yes, you are. <laughs> but an elder law attorney gets paid out of money that's either going to go to the elder law attorney or going to go to the nursing home mm-hmm. or you know other other caregiver. Okay. You're not going to keep money in the family by not hiring an elder law attorney. Right. 
an elder law attorney can help you get on Medicaid or VA benefits faster than you would otherwise mm -hmm. and saving some of that money that would otherwise go to the cost of care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Medicaid wants you to spend all of your money on your care first before you ask Medicaid for help. Right. But there, and, and the VA as well. But there are ways around that that are allowed. I'm not breaking the law anywhere. No. Okay. I, I heard a colleague once say that, that he was in the law enforcement business. He was making sure Social Security, because he was doing special needs, make sure Social Security followed its own laws. Well, I do the same to Medicaid. I, tell, I make sure that Medicaid follows its own laws. Or like what a CPA does to help you get a tax break. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. It's the same kind of scenario. Yes. And obviously, you know, we, I'm a, I don't know if you use the term, same term in, <clears throat> in Ohio, but in Washington state, we call it a spend down, but there's also mechanisms that attorneys use like a trust that they can put um, a special needs trust together for dad, for his care. I think, isn't that yes. how it works? Yes. <clears throat> that protects and the assets of mom to be able to live. But it yeah. also gives puts a dad in a situation, so now um, there can be a spend down that dad will qualify. Is that kind of how that works? I'm trying yes. to remember. Very yeah. generally, yes. A spend down is taking you from where you are financially, either as a right. single person or as a couple, mm -hmm. and doing something, doing something with the money to get you down that you are poor enough. And I hate sure. to use those terms, but it really what it is, what it is poor enough to get Medicaid benefits or VA pension benefits. Okay. It's that, but what happens with that spend down? Where does that money go? That's what elder law attorneys can affect. Yeah. Big time, big time. Because let's they, be clear on Medicaid one thing about a trust. Do... trust. A trust is much more useful if you are planning ahead than yeah. if you are trying to do something right now and need care already. Sure. Sure. And obviously, um, if somebody's like initially diagnosed with Alzheimer's, that's the time to come see you before these assets are taken away. Is that, I mean, I'm assuming that's the time you want to show up. That is the early point of what we call a crisis case. Oh, okay. So even earlier than that should earlier be. Earlier than that, if you're simply worried about you, worried about it. And we'll talk okay. about pre-planning in future segments. Okay. But it's, if you are losing sleep, worrying about long-term care in your future, and that's probably because you've been through it with somebody else in your family, mm -hmm. then it's, it's time to at least think about an auto law attorney and think about long-term care insurance Great. because you don't want to lose sleep over it. There mm -hmm. are things that can be done. You just have to decide whether it's worth it to you. Right. But if someone is on the road to long-term care, early diagnosis of, of uh, some sort of dementia, for example, mm -hmm. um, or the beginnings of Parkinson, which I suppose is a kind of dementia now that I throw that in there, um, that the earlier we start, the better, the earlier we start, the more things we can do. Right. And to protect waiting until you need a nursing home. Got it. It's not bad. You just missed opportunities to do more. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim, how do we reach you? If you're in Ohio, you can reach me through uh, jkaylor-afe. I hope I remember that right at protectingseniors.com. Yes, I do have very particular emails that allows me to track how people found me and see what marketing works. Or you can call me at 330-659-3579. And you can also catch Jim on Answers for Elders, and he has his own specialist page. And Jim, let's spell your last name 
just for everyone, because that's a unique spelling there. What? what? It's easy. It's just like it sounds. <laughs> K-O-E-W-L-E-R. So it's, it's, it's pronounced Kaler. It looks like Kuvler back in the old country. But as we know, Americans don't do the old country language, any of them, very no, well. No, no. So and everyone, we're really excited to have Jim. And he will be right back with a second segment. And we're going to be talking a little bit about advanced directives. This is a huge situation where family caregivers, if you're taking care of a loved one, this topic is absolutely for you. State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com or just email him at jkoewler-afe, that's jkaylerafe at protectingseniors.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.